0: Hey
1: everyone, I'm Law.
0: And I'm Ash, and this is a Tremendous Talk podcast.
1: Each week, join us as we guide you through the realms of Hollywood and beyond while we speak to industry professionals in the spotlight.
0: So grab a boba tea and leave your shoes at the door. Welcome to Tremendous Talk.
1: Welcome, everyone. My name is Law. I'm a Filipino-Indian actor, host, and filmmaker who is so sweaty right now. Like, just between you and me, you guys, I am so hot in this room. Uh, But yes, thank you for joining us. Introduce yourself, Ash.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My name is Ash Tirapato Sanchez, and I'm an actor, musician, publicist, stuff, who is literally always covered in dog hair. Now it's like summer season and I'm I still wear all black for some reason. And uh, oh, that rhymed. And I still I'm like, (laughs) I look like a walking advertisement for Huskies.
1: Oh, my God. Just because there's all this hair. Listen, I, I used to live with a German shepherd and that German shepherd's hair still exists on my items. (laughs) like it doesn't like it's been through the wash it's in my it like even my car's been cleaned there it's just ingrained so i'll always remember you zelda no matter where you go but that's my little buddy yeah but everyone welcome to tremendous talk we're really excited to get the ball rolling on this episode we have a very cool guest but you know how we start things here we always talk about our week's obsessions and uh i want to know about yours ash what are you what are you watching these days?
0: I am watching exo on Netflix just came out. I'm on the first like one or two episodes or so, so far very. It's like, gosh, if I had that experience, I would. I saw it coming, though. I'm not going to give any spoilers. I saw it coming, but I was mad and I was on my treadmill oh. watching it. And I was like, uh ugh. anyway, I hope it gets oh, better.
1: Oh, my gosh. In now I'm so way, curious.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's a good story. I'm really enjoying it so far. I love the movies. But like the situation that happens right at the top of the first episode, I'm like, dude, I'm angry. Oh man, but it gets, I hope it gets better at least. And then I am using, Oh, what are you watching? I want to know.
1: I'm I'm kind of embarrassed you guys. I have not been watching a lot of like new content, not a lot of new shows. I've been catching up on stuff like Barry, you know, I've been watching succession week to week, but if I'm being really honest, I've been on YouTube a lot. I'm talking like game streams, watching Ludwig do his thing. Uh, you know, Valkyrie, who's Filipino-American. Shout out to Valkyrie. Would love you on this podcast. Uh, but most specifically, I've been watching so much Minecraft stuff. Minecrafting videos. Minecraft to me is like meditation. Uh, so watching someone else play it is also like this like weird transcending meditation <laughs> I'm doing. But it's like really fun. Uh, and uh, people are really interesting. They're like little engineers out there. Same thing with the Tears of the Kingdom. The new Zelda game. I've been watching what people are building in that, and it's it's nuts. So that's kind of been my my media consumption. A bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't you don't get it. But what, what the thing the thing it comes down to with like streaming in general or like those let's play type games is just who's the one playing it, right? Like who's the personality, yeah. and that's what you fall fall in love with, right? Like some of the people I watch aren't the best gamers but they're the most entertaining people there. Um, But that all said, because I'm watching so much YouTube, my posture has been so bad and I've (laughs) been really tight all over my body. So I'm very obsessed this week with my Theracane and my Theragun. Shout out to Theracanes and Theraguns everywhere. Uh, Getting my knots worked out all on my lonesome. Um, Definitely recommend because you got to keep it loose, everyone.
0: Takeaway from the day.
1: That's the takeaway from the day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are you eating, though? Like, do you have snacky snacks while you watch your YouTube videos?
1: (sighs) Oh, man. Honestly, I am not snacking much these days. I've been trying to cut out the snacking because it was so intense. Um, I was eating a bunch of like just like chips and, you know, that diet. Uh, so I like I've been trying to stick to like meals, and if I have a snack, it's like either an apple or a banana. It's nothing exciting right now. Uh, or sometimes I, I just like bite into a block of cheese. That's my block of cheese. Oh. I can do whatever I want with it. And I'll bite oh my into gosh,
0: it. that's like the amazing part of being an adult is literally taking <laughs> this giant block of thing and then just shoving it in your face. Mm. Yeah, like a sandwich, yeah. a, sa- a full solid cheese sandwich.
1: It's yeah, it's like a grilled cheese except there's no butter, bread, or heat. So. Yeah. It's wonderful.
0: <laughs> it's like a keto grilled cheese, basically.
1: Yeah, there you go. Ash, what what are you what else are you obsessed with? Obviously you have Exo Kitty, but are you eating anything? Do you have oh, yeah. any new things that you want to share?
0: My husband got me beats and as a musician, I feel like I'm super late to the game on this dude, like honestly, but it's changed the game for me. And they're pretty cool, not going to lie. So I've just been sitting like in rooms, just staring at walls, listening to beats. And it's brought me back to my 13-year-old self, and I love it. And then I also just finished reading the third book in the series of the Tira Brody's mystery series, something like that. Blackmail and Babinka by Mia P. Mananansala. Very good. Amazing. What about you, uh, love?
1: what to you read it? I have a lot of things in progress, but the, the one that I'm excited to start is the subtle art of not giving an F. Um, it's by Mark Manson. Ash, you read this, you said, right?
0: Yeah. I love that book, man.
1: Really? I okay, cool. It. I'm excited to, to jump into it. I remember seeing it on like my barbers, um, like desktop, like when I was getting my haircut and then, uh, I, I, have heard so many good things obviously it's like a bestseller so then i bought it but i hadn't started it but it's about time to start it i had a lot of people telling me that they didn't like the book and then yeah. i have uh I, you know it's like about 50 50 i feel like of people who didn't like it and did like it so i'm very genuinely curious to see who <laughs> what i end up being um oh. but that's that's kind of like what no what's next in the docket um Just because, I mean, I have a handful of books I should be reading. I'll be, I'll be very, very honest with you, but this one sounds the most fun. Um, but yeah, as far as like what's new in our lives, Ash, do you have anything exciting that's coming up or are you basically just doing what I'm doing and uh, which is a whole lot of the same Mm -hmm. BS? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm trying to honestly like because I need to travel for work sometimes whenever I'm at mm. home. I'm like, I need a routine. Please give me a routine. I need to do yeah. the same thing every day. But this morning. So it's the end of the school year and my husband's a teacher. And this morning. Oh, it's so fun when I get to do this. I got to pick a pizza and drop it off at a school. And when you walk in to a classroom with like hands full of pizza, like three like boxes of pizza, You're it is crazy. It's like yeah. an experience and kids are screaming and they're like, <laughs> I think some, <laughs> they're like, mommy, Mommy!" it's very Oh my funny. gosh. The kids are so funny though. they have such a good relationship with Jared. And it's very oh. interesting to like step in and see it. So yeah, it's a good time. And then we've just booked a Disneyland trip. I'm taking four days off. Oh my Let's
1: God. Go. Let's Kidding. go. Let's <laughs> go.
0: What are you going to? Yes. Oh, I wish I brought my little. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's awesome be
0: happy you should just wear that the whole time oh, i,
1: I would oh except God. we have one of the most handsome guests we'll ever have and i have to look <laughs> my best <laughs> but yeah when are you going to disneyland i'm really excited uh
0: in the beginning of june so it's it's really exciting i'd never take days off so this is a magical oh. time for me in a magical place um so yeah i'm stoked for that and i all this stuff is coming out dude about this like Las Vegas entertainment expansion. And I mean, it may happen, it may not happen, whatever it is, but there's news about it. People are talking about it, mm-hmm. there's plans being made. So I'm feeling very optimistic about it, very hopeful. And yeah, it, that's just kind of been on like the forefront of my mind. What about you, La? What you doing? um?
1: You know, like I said, it's like a lot of that monotonous stuff. You know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of the commercial auditioning. I, I actually auditioned for a little pilot recently, which I'm excited yeah. for. I uh, just did that last night, actually. Um, oh been trying to film stuff on my own, so writing things and and like getting a small crew together just to like you know get get the reel going, uh, beef it up a little bit. Uh, and I'm really excited for the future because I may be creating some food content. So I'm really really excited uh, to see where that goes. And then I didn't get to say this in the last episode, but I'm gonna say it now. And by the time this happens, it may have already happened, but. I'm seeing twice, right? K pop girls, but then I'm also seeing them again. My friend got me another ticket. He is bankrolling me. And so I'm seeing twice twice. And I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but it's I just I'm so excited about it.
0: <laughs> Dude, I can't wait.
1: You're me gonna too. have like
0: the best footage. Like I'm just anticipating this like voiceover real kind of situation. I'm stoked. <laughs>
1: I know, I know I, I've just been making those things just like for myself. I feel it, it helps me feel productive in the day if I like leave with, you know, if I didn't do anything really like productive that day. If I cut a reel, it makes me feel productive. And honestly, making short form content uh is pretty fun. Like it's actually really, really exciting. Um and like scripting it and like just BSing on the voiceover is it's a lot of fun. But
0: Aww. definitely
1: excited uh, to, to go to those concerts and then make content from it and then share it with all of you. Hopefully you'll watch it and it won't be a bust. Yeah. I don't know if I've talked about it before, but I'm just really excited to see twice, twice. So that's what's on the docket for me in my life, but everyone get excited because we're about to introduce our guest for today. Now, you may recognize his voice while you're working on your KDA ratio in Call of Duty, or maybe it's his low, low voice from Firebuds that pulls at your heartstrings. Maybe you've seen him as a badass in SEAL Team or the hot chef on CW's Kung Fu. But J.B. Tedena is all these things and more, and his career is just getting started. Please welcome Kappa Bayan and the too handsome for his own good, J.B. Tedena. <laughs> oh, that was just, that was too warm a welcome.
0: <laughs> all- J.B., this is a family setting. Okay. It has to be warm.
1: <laughs> it does. And also... We're, we're not going to get away from this without starting with a happy belated birthday. Oh,
2: hey, thank you. Woo. Thank you very much. That means a lot.
1: Yay, we're very excited. All right, podcast over. So we're going right, to come well, over
0: and celebrate your birthday now. Let's go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, so JB, I have to ask yep. random question. I know you eat super healthy and like you in general, like you're like health icon, basically. For your birthday, what do you eat?
2: So, I mean, I don't, I think it's, Kind of wildly known that I eat pizza whenever I either am extremely happy or extremely sad. <laughs> so like, <laughs> that is my go-to for for anything birthday-related. I had people just come show up to this bar, and they were just like show up one by one, and I'm just like sitting there eating pizza and drinking <laughs> beer. <laughs>
1: I'm here for 12 hours, and I'm going to go through 12 yeah. pizzas. I promise. You. Come
2: and go as you please, but I'm going to stay and eat pizza.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite pizza topping?
2: I uh. am a classic pepperoni. Yeah, but I yeah. will. I will. Uh, I like to explore every once in a while. You know, I I do the uh, the, the fancy pizzas. I, I I am a pineapple on pizza person as well. So whoever uh, whoever hates that, they'll too bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like a hot take on this podcast so far. We've had like both sides be very active.
1: Yeah, and um I, I am on the team pineapple side. Team pineapple. Side. I love Hawaiian. People. Love a little Are sweet and salty,
2: you know.
0: A little sweet pop of and salty. sweet. Yeah, yeah.
1: Of course. Um but yeah, we're so excited to have you on here. I'm when, happy to um, be here. It, it's crazy to me that like I found out about you and met you through the internet yeah. during like pandemic times which is so weird and and I think I like the first time that we actually met was at the tremendous 30 year anniversary party like in person was that I the was first time sure. we actually Which met? Like, for the first time, yeah, yeah. three weeks ago. Wow, I'm it pretty didn't, sure. Didn't feel that way. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was getting. At. I didn't feel that way because I was just like, but I've been, I've been like sending him memes and stuff over the internet <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, and calling him the, handsome on Twitter for a long time now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the coolest thing about that, though, is like uh, uh, there are a number of my friendships in this community, in this uh, in, industry that I've met through Twitter and through social media. And, you know, the cool part about it is that, like, 90% of the time, they are exactly who they're advertising themselves up to be. (laughs) And it's, like, your personality, I could already tell that I was, like, homies with you. And, like, that's why I felt like nothing changed. But at the same time, like, uh, I went to the picket lines this week. And a lot of those writers I'm, like, social media friends with, (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. like either either we were very warm like oh hey twitter what's up and then other times it would be a little awkward because we were like should we say
1: hi to each other or yeah. can we just leave it as is i feel like those are the two different sides of the coin right? I, <laughs> yeah. either either you're like super down and it's like oh i've known you for so long now or it's like i'm gonna pretend like I don't recognize <laughs> yeah it's them. like you're seeing an yeah. old person you don't want to run into at the mall <laughs> It's so funny, but like one of the things I loved seeing on Twitter uh, and and I uh, kind of roll into a question here is the fact that you make stuff with your friends. Like, yes, you're on TV. Yes, you do voiceover, but you also have made some really entertaining shorts just with your homies. And uh, that's like one of my favorite things to do in the world. Yeah. Is like get your friends together and just make cool shit. Right. Um, can you talk about why that's important in your life and your career and your practice?
2: Well, I think it's. Always important, like even if you're not busy, like working on whatever it is you're doing, uh, to make stuff that like you love that makes you happy. And in times when it is slow, because that that's inevitable, how are you going to keep yourself, uh, you know, fulfilled in that in the creative sense? So uh, whenever you know, during the pandemic, I was looking for stuff to do. And then these guys were just shooting a bunch of shorts. And I was like, these are hilarious. These are well done. These like spark a joy in me. So like, l- l- let me in, let me join. I'll, I'm, I'm down to do that with you guys. And I think that's available for, for anyone to to be able to do.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like I always tell people, shoot it on your phone. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, it, man, it, shoot it on your phone.
2: The, the whole shoot on your phone thing is 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 great for this it, like that's a whole different argument when people are like oh just make a movie just pick up your iphone and do it yeah cool did so you have a, like a million dollars to <laughs> tell me, like make a feature film but yeah if, if you're just shooting things to to creatively fulfill yourself all, all day you know
1: yeah 100%. And and all the products or all the things I've seen that came out of like Ascender and Steven and like I'm just like this is yeah, really great production good. value. He's a he's a king <laughs> that guy. Quality. He does all
2: of it like all the pre-production like post-production. He he learns how to do special effects. He does the editing. Yeah. It, it, the scores, it's insane.
1: I was Dude. talking to Josh Hahn and he called him he called Steven like a Guillermo del Toro type. Like just needs to be all hands on deck on every on department. every department. Like, yeah, uh, that will that, that
2: will get a little tiring for him after a while. So I hope he <laughs> just finds a, a steady direction.
1: <laughs> you're just on your side, being like, as long as he keeps putting me in yeah. it. As as it long as I'm tired. It, I don't know. As long as
2: like I look good, like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait. So speaking of like creative outlets and everything, you're when you're filming Kung Fu, you're on set for I don't know. Like we'll get into that later. But when you're shooting a TV show all these other people are giving you creative direction, right? And, like, you're getting all these things from other people. Your job is to show up and act. Do you ever need to go home and, like, I don't know, do a Rubik's Cube or something to kind of, like, fill you up in that way? <laughs>
2: <laughs> a Rubik's so Cube? Uh, I mean, it, it, it's very collaborative when you're getting all the direction and all this creative input on set. It, 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 well, it's has well, Specifically, where I was, uh, I couldn't say enough good things about the kung fu crew, the creatives, the cast. It was a it was a family. We were very collaborative, and I never felt like stifled creatively. Um, and, and if I ever do, yeah, like what what I I, I would probably just play video games or something. <laughs> like I. I, don't, I I'm very like rel- relaxed and I don't really – I've been around like life for a little bit. So uh, you kind of take those things and, you know, you let them affect you at, at the time and do what you do to, uh, to decompress to make you happy afterwards. And that for me is going home and picking the, the sticks and just <laughs> like playing the new Star Wars game, you know
1: yeah i was telling ash earlier i've been on a minecraft kick of just like watching other people play oh, watching just other turn, people play <laughs> just turn my brain off and be like wow that's nice <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I mean? like,
2: have you seen like those videos that they they use to like teach gen z information nowadays where they would have a split screen of three screens it's like subway it'd surfers information then... it'd be like some you know some satisfying like food cutting thing and on the bottom would be like yeah. someone playing a video game and then that's the yeah. Yeah,
1: to- that, like that's how you go viral ash if you if you're wondering <laughs> put your content at top and then like subway surfers or like minecraft or fortnite clips <laughs> underneath and you're going to be go. getting I'm going to have a panic attack
0: audience. like <laughs> it,
1: it, like everyone's wondering like why do we all have ADHD it's just like we're being granted <laughs>
0: oh my gosh yeah uh JB can I just say for a second like y'all were tight kung fu cast is tight yeah, I'm like i'm very by a cast. how
1: tight we were It,
0: dude like you're a family <laughs>
1: we hang out all the time it's crazy dude i saw your guys's singapore trip or like your southeast asia trip and i was just like oh man that looks so fun because singapore is one of the best places on on the yeah singapore is gorgeous I mean, like it's a little expensive yeah, but it's, it's expensive. amazing <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah like to speak on that i mean the the how tight you guys got i mean uh I mean, yesterday, didn't you just have an event like Tin Tai Fung with a couple of your cast members? Oh, no, too, no,
2: that, that's coming up. But like, uh, oh, that's coming <laughs> yeah, up. That, Yesterday was a uh, the screening of American Born Chinese through Google, yeah, House. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is great, by the way. It we is. Like that show. I was like, wow, which this is be- super cinematic for like uh, TV. It's, it's, it's really well done.
1: Yeah, but like, yeah, take take us to those times when you're shooting the show and and kind of the rapport that you built because obviously things are changing now, right? So how do you guys support each other now? Um, I think what, what
2: a big thing, a, a big part of it is that this is all of our first big jobs aside from like tie and and like. Uh, Gavin and and Kang maybe, but like, this is all like, we're the first network predominantly Asian American drama on, on television. And it's all of our first uh, like series, regular jobs together. And the fact that there's that there, we're all in a different country. Um, and we don't know anybody but each other, and we all just have so many like different things to relate to uh, in each other's lives, and we're all within the same age, and you know, it just really we were all hungry and passionate to to do the work, and we were all excited, and I think we all just felt that around each other in the same environment, and it really bonded us very quickly. And even joining in season two, they were just immediately like. Yes, come in and yeah. join the family. And I couldn't be like more grateful and thrilled. And, you know, we cr- we, we crossed the globe for one of their weddings, yeah. you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, that's good. Yeah. And you know, brown people everywhere when you got cast or excited, <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Southeast Asia. Let's go, yeah. They're
2: like, what? For real. Well, shout out to, yeah. to, to, to yeah. Kang because Otherwise, I don't think Sebastian would have been a a, a, a character oh, or even a Filipino character because uh, she brought that idea after season one. She was like, I would love someone in the Harmony Dumplings kitchen to that wasn't Chinese but is able to cook Chinese food. And so I think they had it in their minds that they were looking for uh, – you know a Southeast Asian character, and okay. Sebastian was bred from that from from Kang's idea. Hell yeah, yeah.
0: That's right, wait. Right. The chef was bred from. Sorry, there's a pun. There's a joke. <laughs> in right, there. pun. Like, like but kind of I just intended. I love. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> not fully thought out. I loved watching the show because you get this like awesome Asian American representation, but also you play the Southeast Asian character on the film. Like, how does that feel for you? Is there some sort of pressure? Or I love asking this question. Like, is there a responsibility to hold up yeah. this? Yeah, exactly. I mean,
2: I, I didn't feel any pressure. I, I felt a great sense of pride. I, I, I don't, it's not lost on me how, much it means to to people and how big it is to see, you know, this character's a lot of things represented as far as like an LGBTQIA plus character, a, yeah, a queer character, a a Southeast Asian character, a Filipino character who speaks Tagalog and makes (sighs) tons of Filipino dishes on the show. And, um, it I all of course wanted to do justice by it, it, it for every community. I wanted to do the best job I can. And then that's just a natural thing. I think like if you're passionate about something, you're going to go hundred percent with, with everything you, you do. And so I, I just, you know, I just went in there try tried to have as much fun as I could and do
1: my best. I thought Sebastian was such a cool character and like watching, watching you plant, man, you, you've got the stuff like if anyone's <laughs> you, listening right now and doesn't know jb's work he's got the stuff like like yeah and, and you're so naturally suave i don't i, I don't <laughs> not, know how you in feel about life. words like that <laughs> but but you come off as suave like i could see you as like a secret agent or you know what <laughs> i mean like all these wonderful things Thank but you. i want to go back to like there's a there's a there's a uh, part in kung fu where like corporate is like trying to take over the restaurant right and you have like a line that's about like, just like, especially from a- Yeah. <laughs> and like what's implied is like a white person, right? And I wonder in your life as an actor, how many times that's been kind of an issue for you where it's just like, yes, this, this person who doesn't know my culture is telling me how I should be acting, portraying a character on screen. Um, so it has to be a cathartic experience to be able to say lines like that pointedly. Yeah,
2: no, shout, shout out to Melissa Rundle, who wrote that in there. Uh, I was like, I remember on the day we, when we were shooting that, that portion, I was like, thank you for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like, I'll tell a story. I won't tell what production it's from, but we were at a table read. <laughs> and um, so there were some Filipino characters involved and, you know, everyone's reading, and the one of the characters' last name was Padilla, right? And that, uh, if, if you are Filipino, you understand that you say the Elie when it has the two Ls yeah. together. It's not like in the Spanish version where it's like Padilla. And so uh, <laughs> we're at the table read, and everyone stops for a second, and it's like, is it is it Padilla or Padilla? And everyone's arguing, arguing. It's Padilla. It's it's Padilla. And then I was just like the one guest star who's just like, ah, actually, one the the only Filipino here. Uh, can I can I tell you what it is? <laughs> when it's all these white people arguing on what the actual last name is, and at the end of the day, they just changed to something easier for them.
1: <laughs> Ramos. His name is Ramos now. Yeah god okay but is it ramos or ramos no 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 no. (laughs)
0: we're
1: not doing
0: this oh my god stress JB. but i i know from all the time that we've worked together i just know that you're a voice for everyone that you're kind of in the room with like if something is happening on set or wherever we're at like you are a person to always speak up which is dope.
2: oh thank you like i I, it's important i think
1: um it's curious because it's like you know you you were uh did some voices for like raya and the last dragon right and i was watching an interview with you earlier with yang and uh shout out to young chavez we love you we
2: love you Uh, (laughs) uh,
1: but it was interesting to hear you talk about you know like the main cast obviously not being southeast asian but it's like a place that's you know you know it's a it's a movie that's based in southeast asia or the concept of southeast asia and so to fill in the gaps after the fact, it's an interesting idea, right? Where it's just like, am I not big enough or good enough or talented enough to take on those roles? Um, but do you feel bitterness towards towards opportunities like that? Or are you just excited to work? Um, I mean, it,
2: there, there's a bit of both, right? I mean, it, it, there's a lot of East Asian content out there. And the fact that we got... Like As Southeast Asians, I was like, it's our first Disney film. It's the first thing that features Southeast Asia. And then to fill it with mostly East Asian names when, you know, the argument that's kind of you know, we're the whole community is talking about being erased in in, in the first place, like the Asian community. And so like to be a subset that's being erased from the Asian community, that it it, it hurts a little, you know? I'm not going to lie. I do not think it's a like a a notion of talent for sure like we have tons of talent that could have a hundred percent maybe not named yet because but no i don't feel bitterness i feel like yes there's parts of it that you know we have to take baby steps where you know we have to use names to get this movie made in the first place and that's like the whole business of it but so like i'm i'm grateful in that aspect uh, I do hope that th- this gets cleared up in the future though with with oh, upcoming projects fine. like Trese like Trese is all Filipino. I was like yeah. <laughs> that was, Hell
1: that, yeah that was
0: that was a win.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah it was uh, I, I want to bring it back for a second because you were talking about how you bring like genuine kind of respect to all the roles that you play and everything too so when we were When you were in the casting process for Sebastian, I remember hearing, I think we were at a picnic or something for Filipino Actors Barcada, and you were talking about the casting process and stuff, and I remember, and we can cut this part out too, but I remember you actually went out to the LGBTQ members of our community, and you were talking with them and having like open conversation, asking, how do you feel about me playing this role? Like, Is this a genuine representation? And just having conversation with them.
2: It was definitely a... um something i sat with, with for a while because sebastian was like a re-release of a re-release so that role was being looked for for a little while um so, and, and once i i read for it because usually <clears throat> all actors will, will read for everything that they're they're given and i had no intention of like booking it because i never do uh but when I when it was actually became a, a legit opportunity that was presenting itself, I paused. I, I was like, "Ah, I'm always complaining about representation and you know jobs being filled by someone not of that you know, representative community." And so I was like, "Is this something that I?" I should take on so i did I, I i spoke to almost every uh friend i had in in that community and it was an overwhelming positive uh one uh treat it with respect uh that was the main thing two love is love and three no one else is hiring Filipino actors, so <laughs> take the opportunity, do the best job you can with it, and I just wanted to do respect by it, by by everyone with it, and not make it a caricature. You nailed, it, yeah. Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, dude, you nailed. 100%. It. Yeah, Ryan and Sebastian, we were all we were all rooting for it, man. Like, it's so good, legit. Yeah,
2: shout out um, to JP. He's a wonderful scene partner. He, it was easy to work with
1: him. Aw, yeah. That's great. I, I just love how grounded your character felt. like, And it's like, you know, people people can make jokes about CW shows, right? But Kung Fu is really ethnic. <laughs> and, and so And Enjoy. so it's like, it's obviously a little heartbreaking that, you know, the, the cancellation just uh, was announced and, and we don't have to talk about this if you don't want, but I did see a petition uh, going around to maybe get it revived. How, how, like, realistic is that because i know there's a fandom out there that wants to be with these characters a little bit i mean long, you know? I,
2: I love the fact that a petition was made i think it speaks highly to you know how passionate our fans are and how how much they connect with with all the characters and uh, they're always a long shot it's always a long shot. There's so many petitions out there for other shows and other fandoms. And, you know, it's a really, really weird time right now. This might be the longest strike that's going to happen in, in a while. Who knows what's going to be made. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, the fact that that information's out there and they're still trying to push for it, you know, it's really touching. I'm, I'm, i I love our fans.
0: Hmm. And can I just say, three seasons of an Asian-American show with Asian-American cast and an Asian-American storyline, what a win. Yeah, no, it's a huge win. It's nothing to
2: sneeze at. And I think it's it's a big deal.
0: With so much stuff out. There's so many shows out. Three seasons of a show. Like, I just can't even. Okay, hold on. What was your favorite food that you cooked on the show? That I cooked on the show? Uh, Yeah.
2: It's probably the the bibimbap,
1: <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> JB, I I remember reading about uh, the story you told about um, your father passing and chasing your dream, and uh, I I remember being really touched by that because you did a major pivot in your life in your career, right? To to chase what you wanted to do. Um. Now that you're, you know. You, bu- you booked your first major gig, like you said, which is crazy to me because your IMDb has things on it, but then for <laughs> you to like register it, like this is my first big thing. It's just like, dog, you were in Call of Duty, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> I digress. Um, I just have to, I, I have to wonder what's been the most surreal moment of, of this this path that you chose because um, it one, it's not an easy decision to make, to to get into entertainment and to succeed at it. And to be loved for it, to have, uh, you know, fan groups yeah. on Twitter for it, you know, um, what what has been that moment where you're like, man, I'm actually I'm out here, I'm doing this thing.
2: Like, I don't
1: know if it's even hit. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah.
0: I'll it, yeah, because like.
2: You know, uh, for instance, as soon as the, the cancellation hit, that imposter syndrome just kicks right in. You're like, well, probably not going to work yeah. again. I'll see you guys when I see you. <laughs> so like, I don't think, I don't think it ever will, if I'm honest. Uh, every, there have been moments that have been surreal, like just sitting uh, it, when, when you book your first like, gig and you're, 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 sitting in your trailer, like, wow. Oh, you're like, wow, this is, this is cool. Like moments like that, my first job on, on, on Grey's Anatomy or like, you know, when you meet that first actor that you were always like watching as a kid, you're like, oh my God, that's, that's this dude. I'm like acting with him and we're talking and this is yeah. crazy, you know, that
1: moment. And yeah. those still get me. So do you, ha- do you have a favorite co-star, or like a favorite, like actor you've worked with over the time, like, like you know you have sima you know you have like everyone for seal team if you watch that show or angel for for example right uh firebuds yeah firebuds with lolo ben and uh was Dumb, Diamond that Diamond was Puffs, a right? that was a
2: trip that was a very surreal like you yeah. know
0: didn't you play his yeah, dad play or something i played his father on a
1: cartoon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> which, was just so watched, which was the funniest thing too because when we met each other for the first time cuz he directed an, epi- an episode of kung fu like, I just saw him and I was like, E-ho! And he was just like, "Papa!" And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this man is someone I watched That's when amazing. I was like a kid watching La Bamba. La Bamba, like, and yeah, deliver." I and say. I was like, this dude, I'm yes. playing his father on a TV show and he's directing me in a TV show. And this is, yeah, it, it's that stuff will never stop being crazy to me. It's <laughs> That's an awesome
0: relationship, to dude. Okay, so JB, you're the internet's favorite, 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 like thirst trap, right? Like everyone close, knows you're a household name. Everybody loves you. I kind of want to know. I'm sorry, we keep I, objectifying no, you on please. our podcast. Like we, we love it,
2: and we keep pretending like we don't. But- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> okay so I want to do a kind of lightning round like I know that I know you and we've known each other for years through fab and through tremendous and stuff but I don't think I know like tidbits okay, about sure. you so I'm going to shout out a bunch of questions and shout them out quickest top on your head can't okay, change your okay, answers okay, okay? <laughs> ready all right favorite music uh, ev- uh, everything
2: <laughs>
0: good answer top song on Spotify uh,
2: uh, your hand in mine by explosions in the sky <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. okay
0: something you're good at that nobody knows uh
2: a room cube.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh that's very relevant actually <laughs> unpopular opinion that you may uh, have
2: i like destiny's child more than beyonce <laughs> oh. <Hot laughs> oh my gosh
0: okay we're gonna start having to asking this question to everybody now i'm obsessed okay wait okay ideal day off when you're like either in la at your house or when you're in canada shooting anywhere uh,
2: beach Easy peasy. Oh, yeah.
0: cute. Okay. Uh, place you want to go to?
2: Uh, Greece.
0: Place you want to go to with your doggy? Oh
2: no. Uh, she doesn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> uh, the park.
0: Oh, <laughs> and then last one. What do you order during happy hour? Which I think I know the answer to now. Uh,
2: uh whiskey neat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and a, and slice a slice of pizza.
2: Of pizza.
1: Only on his birthday.
0: Tell Anna's birthday, yes. True. Okay. Okay, I think that's all the nice. questions I have. I'm sure I'll ask more No, Those later. are good
1: ones. I would panic. I, yeah, I you stressed. answer really quickly. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of good you. Job.
0: Yeah. Good job. JB, okay, follow-up question, though. The internet knows you as, like, an extension. They know you as Sebastian and everything. Is there one thing that the internet doesn't know about you that you want the internet want to know? I want the internet
2: to know? I don't know. I like kind of being mostly private and just being a bunch of thirst traps out there, but... Uh... <laughs> i'm really just so boring i would probably have to say <laughs> i i i don't I, I don't want them to know anything about
1: me <laughs> that's a great answer right there i don't want you to know i mean what you see is what you i don't, you know at, know, really. but I don't want you to know maybe
0: <laughs> but that's nice like yeah, you're yeah. jb it's jb
2: like when you meet me, I'll be mostly myself. Exactly. Mostly, there you go. Oh, okay, here's one thing I'll—I'll I'll tell everybody. I—I I will leave a party without saying goodbye.
1: <laughs> I'm an Irish good, goodbye guy. I will too. show my face. is so overwhelming, and bad.
2: then make sure the host yeah. is like, "Oh, hey, glad you can make it." And I was like, "All right,
1: going home." <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like a formula to a party. If you want to leave, it's like you make a big, big you know, uh, scene at some point, just be like, oh my God, I haven't seen this guy forever. And then people are like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, him. as long as and everybody then when you disapp- saw that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. are we
0: all the same? Did we all just like say our all secret?
1: <laughs> so we're all actors who are sometimes extroverted, but also love the bail. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love I mean, a good
0: Filipinos... <laughs> I feel like Filipinos who don't do Filipino goodbyes, it's... uh, My mom's like mad at me right now in my head. (laughs) I feel so much guilt right now. Kiss every one of your uncles
1: before you leave.
0: (laughs) Three times. Oh my god! I just <laughs> did beat the Maria. Maybe that's why we bail out because we had to like say a three-hour goodbye. So now as adults, we just leave. Yeah, and not it's say traumatic to
2: like have to take
1: goodbye for yeah. two hours, one hundred percent, because you got places to go. Bed like, to bed. <laughs> Um, I, I let now that we're on the topic of Philippines, right? I'm wondering, you know, like how do you stay connected to your, your culture, your roots? Do you, are, is it just the food? Um, you know, like do you train in martial arts around the Philippines? Uh, do you take time to be with your family? Like how do you, how do you,
2: connect? um, a lot of it is through food and martial arts. Like I do, uh, Kali cause I'd like to, yeah, you gotta, you gotta practice the, the Filipino martial arts. Um, and to learn about it through uh, my, uh, my guru is uh, Sensei Cl- uh, Clarel uh, Pope, and he's fantastic. And he teaches us like the the history about some of the things, and it's really cool to hear. And you know, hanging out with family, and as an adult, you know, parents uh, from the first generation are always very, I feel, secretive in like information keeping things uh from you to so that you don't worry or so that you don't uh you know have a bad idea about somebody or or you know just the everything's usually kept inside and as an adult i find myself whenever i get a chance to be with my mother to to ask her things about the past that i never understood or that i never um really got information about like i uh you know, when I was a little older, I found out my, my Lolo on her side w- was like a messenger during world war two. And he would cross battle lines and like stuff like that. I'm like, what the, why did I not ever hear about the details of this? This is wild. And probably would make a great yeah. film. Uh, you know,
1: we should all compile our, our Lolo stories. Cause I think every Lolo is like, yeah, badass, yeah, at least a a for our generation. <laughs> yeah. Because- my my mom used to tell me about how like my Lolo would sleep in graveyards in the night because the Japanese soldiers were afraid to cross them. Um, so so that's how he stayed safe during World War Two. And I was just like, oh, that's metal that as is, hell, oh. Mom. What Lolo Greg did that? <laughs> it's
0: so oh my gosh!
1: Cool. Wow. Uh, I was like, to that end, like we talked about Lolo Ben, and then obviously like even Johnny Bionni, he had a uh, an accent, yeah. right? And then and then in Hawaii Five I, I think on your reel there, there's, there's a accent. little accent there. Accent. So I want to talk about accents because it's it's it's, it's a weird kind of line, yeah. right? And I think I think the way that you've portrayed the accent and then just put some quotes around it has been very respectable and believable. But there is that one where well, it's like that, you know, like then it becomes a well, joke, that's right? Because you know uh,
2: when you approach it. With, on network TV. And this is another thing we were talking about previously, where, you know, the creators are mostly not of uh, the culture that they're trying to portray. And so when you talk with a heavy accent, they're like, ooh, 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 no, ooh, ooh, too much, ooh. <laughs> and so you have to, like, kind of marry the two, and it becomes something that's palatable for for network audiences but at the same time it alienates the homeland a little bit because they're like what was that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so like yeah it it it's tough it, it and to be honest what, what i i was overdoing it for for a while. Mm-hmm. It was great to the first couple times be like, oh wow, this is they're actually putting a Filipino character on TV. And then when they just kept doing it and being like, more accent, I'm like, okay, can we, we can, we are all, all also characters without accent. So let's, let's make a few of those too, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and it's nice. Like Sebastian was just a dude. Like he's just yeah. a guy. And, and I love that. And oh, that makes me so happy to see. I wanted to know hashtag evil sebastian (laughs) that episode was like you're carrying this axe it's insane it was wild and then all the memes that came out it was amazing the gifts and everything perfect (laughs) um with with all of your like martial arts training and stuff on set and in real life were you able to bring or like influence any of and your work on kung fu with your own personal Um, practice
2: That was something we were gonna explore more in the next season, too. <laughs> but uh I was always bugging Bob and Christina for for a fight, and they finally gave me that one, and it was crazy. And shout out to our amazing stunt team and uh my double kendo and Andrew Chin, who is the uh, the stunt coordinator. I was like they would show me a version of the fight and then I would look at Ken. I'd be like, Hey, can I, can I do this <laughs> instead? Like I want to do like a, uh, a little, something a little more flashy. And then Ken would throw it into the rehearsal. We'd look back at Andrew and be like, okay. <laughs> and we'd be like, yes. Oh, so it was. Awesome. I was able to, you know, collaborate with them and come up with some awesome fight scenes. And, you know, it, it I think having the ability—I mean, the ability to really dance will will let you do fight choreography, if you will. In my opinion, um, yeah, 100%. but yeah, it definitely does help to 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 make it translate on screen to, to have prior experience.
0: It looked <laughs> like a dance. That scene looked like <laughs> yeah. it was awesome.
1: I had—I just had a question. It's like basically, I was from the Kung Fu. there's an episode where you literally say, "I would walk." Through fire for you, I think that was yeah. Lee, right. I'm wondering who in your life you feel that sentiment towards. Uh, who who are your supporters? Who are your biggest advocates? Who are you? Uh, I mean, my
2: family first and foremost. I would do that for my for my mother, my sister, uh, my dad, rest in peace. And and you know, there, I would do that for our community. I would if if there was a time when uh you know <clears throat> no, there were really no southeast asian roles out there there were really zero filipino roles out there there were th- there was nothing and i was already willing to, to be the voice and take the hit just so that people would be able to work in the future i'm like If no one's going to talk about colorism and whatnot, then I guess I'll be the one to do it. (laughs) 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 But it's true. It's like, I was, I I wanted to, and like, it was just such a, and and now that things are, are great. And uh, we, I still think there's work that needs to be done, but you know, uh, all, there's a lot of close people I have here that know who they are. And I would, uh, I would definitely take a bullet for them.
0: I think you make it known too. like, you're so again, with your voice, I just love that you're so passionate about like protecting your community and also showing other people the way and kind of being a guiding light and everything too. You're such a role yeah. model for like our <laughs> whole community, dude. Like you're breaking down these doors and everything with everything in the accents and all that stuff. It's just fantastic work that you're doing. And we appreciate oh, it so much. Appreciate and so you. now is our time. Aw, and so every podcast we do, we love to kind of give our guest a mic. And so we're passing the mic to you and we're letting you kind of say anything that you want to say to the audience, anything you want to say to your fans or the Kung Fu fans or anything or any sort of advice you want to give your community, or fellow actors, whatever it may be.
2: Uh, I'm going to use this minute to say, pay the writers, pay the talent. They're the ones who create you know, the the product that everyone's consuming. And they do it with passion and love, and they're not doing it just for a check. Even though the checks can be nice, uh, this needs to be a sustainable career that we're all pursuing. And people need to get what they're worth and watching some of these people on the, on the picket lines and seeing... What's happening with some of their shows? It's just heartbreaking, and you know it's it's about time that we all united on this front. And I think it's it's a, a must do now. Like there's there's AI, there's you know the residuals, there's uh, people need to make a livelihood creating these this, this work and. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm saying, pay the writers, pay the actors, pay the directors, pay the talent, pay the crew.
1: Hell yeah! Yes. Hell yeah! Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, JB, we we are so happy to to have you on, and we were so excited to talk to you. And and you know, uh, just to, to give you props, you are out there doing the work. And then, like Ash said, you, you know, you're paving the way for a lot of us. Yes. You know, uh, it's crazy to me that right now we got three. Panoy's on a podcast, yeah. and we're just having look a conversation at us. about our us. This is nuts. <laughs> this is nuts. So, um, you know, you're doing the work. We appreciate the work that you're doing, and and regardless of what storms we may weather, we're I I have full faith you're gonna make oh. it to the top, man. If you're not already there, <laughs> I already so. feel like I'm there. So
2: <laughs> thank you. Amazing.
1: Well, thank you so much for your yeah, time my today, pleasure. and. Uh, yeah welcome anytime man come back
0: yeah dude yeah
1: <laughs> what a guest uh jb you're wonderful thank you so much for joining us super charming yeah. what the hell that guy that guy's got it all <laughs> but i'm what feeling you
0: see, La? you're like you got the stuff
1: he's got the stuff man he's got the stuff uh and you know what i think you got the stuff ash i, I feel, feel like you got the stuff
0: I think you got this stuff.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, Well, as always, we're talking about takeaways. We're talking about gratitude, right? What are some of your takeaways from today's episode?
0: Uh, I think, you know what? It's been such a pleasure to watch JB from, we've known him before he got the show. We knew him during Kung Fu. We, We knew him now with the podcast. It's just so nice to see people's success. And I think it's just about like support. That's my takeaway from today is just supporting your community in whatever way you can, whether it be like being there for the WGA and being there for strikes and being with your your community in the picket line or standing up for community in auditions and, and having appropriate representation in yeah. those rooms, in the rooms where not only when you're filming, but in the reading rooms and in and, and meetings and in sessions and stuff. And just coming to everything with an honest view of it and integrity and love and genuine respect. Just, yeah it was a lot of that just being supportive and being a voice I don't know. he's just, it was a fun conversation in general, just a nice chat, man. Also eat pizza and have pineapple on <laughs> it. What about you? Lo? What's your takeaway?
1: Um, I, I think my takeaways are very, very similar. One, I'm just, uh, it's just still so bizarre to me that I, I've only really met this guy the one time in person. And yet I feel like, you know, there's a, there's an inherent connection because we all are kind of going through the same kind of, ebbs and flows in this industry and it's a humbling and insightful thing to like get to hear that from the mouth of someone that i deem as successful that's like killing it out there right and to still see that maybe there are some insecurities or some shortcomings on his end that that he's looking to fix it also reminds me it's just like you always have to stay hungry um and and to your point i think the biggest takeaway is to be a fierce protector of the things that you love whether those are the people around you, the community that you're in, or the job that you want to have, protect it, do it well, and have the stuff. I that's that's really that's really the what I took away today is that J- JB for somehow with all the success still comes off as very humble. Um, yeah. And he's a thirst trap, which is like my dream to become, but I don't have the diet discipline or exercise to do it. So. Uh, oh, I'll live vicariously. Your, like
0: your voiceover videos. How many times have I seen you do the the sledgehammer thing? The, <laughs> At least three. I've only top? done it
1: three times, and I and I've, I've
0: seen I, that a lot. I'm pretty brown sure boy strength.
1: <laughs> is that Desi strength. It's hidden inside oh, of my that's blood. A hashtag. hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Ash, I'm gonna you know like as we wrap up today, I'm, I, I, it was such a cool conversation. But what are you grateful for today mm. on this? This lovely morning, afternoon, whatever it is.
0: (laughs) You know what? I, I only think back to it's been such a week, right? Like in my personal life, it's been kind of like a crazy week. And I'm just so grateful for community and love and togetherness and It's the small things, right? It's like making a dinner that you like or allowing yourself, allowing yourself to have like a favorite drink of yours, whether it be like super sugary or whatever it may be. I don't know. It's so dorky and lame, but I'm going on a date with my husband this weekend and I'm just so stoked for it. Like how many times, how much do you allow yourself to, to go out and have fun and play? And I think, I'm grateful right now for allowing myself to do small things that make me happy. What do you what do you say, Law uh, small but certain
1: small happiness? but certain happinesses, yeah.
0: Ah uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm grateful for small but certain happiness this week. What about uh,
1: you? I love that. Um for me, I'm grateful. Hmm. I always say it's my people, right? I'm I'm always grateful for my people. But these days, I'm grateful for the weather. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm getting good sleep uh, these days. I've been sleeping early, waking up early. Uh, That's been a nice change of pace. I'm grateful that I stay hydrated and I'm taking care of those little things that I'm not eating as many chips and I've switched to apples and bananas. You know, like I'm just, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a point where, you know, like if I'm being quite honest, I've been in like a dark hole recently. I've been feeling very depressed and very low. Uh, which is why I eat so much fast food and which is why I consume so much like bullshit, right? And so, right, these days, I'm just grateful that there's a change that's happening inside of me internally. Um, I don't know how long it'll last, but I'm, I'm here to ride that wave. And I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful to myself, <laughs> narcissist. I'm grateful to myself for doing the work, uh, right now.
0: Aww, yeah. I love that. Love that. I love me
1: and nobody else. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want nobody to know anything about me.
1: But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm walking away from this conversation thinking that Ash, you are tremendous.
0: You know what, Law? after a while and I slept on it and I thought about it for quite some time, Law, you are tremendous.
1: Oh gosh. And everyone listening, remember, We are tremendous. You are tremendous. Let's go. Thank you for joining us. And uh, I hope you had a good time. Yeah. Bye, everyone.
0: Bye. The Tremendous Talk Podcast is produced by Lawrence Sharma, Ashley Rapuano Sanchez, Gabriela David, Joseph Corralde, and Jeremiah Abraham in collaboration with Tremendous. The Tremendous Talk Podcast jingle is by Jared Sanchez and Ashley Rapuano Sanchez, produced at Hamsterden Records.